Hello and welcome to another episode of Joe Blogs About Films. As always, thanking you for clicking on this podcast. It really is super, super appreciated for clicking, sharing, playing, whatever. Just thanking you ever, ever so much. This episode, we're going to talk about The Northman, the latest film directed by Robert Eggers, who, on the back of The Witch, uh, The Lighthouse, has won over so many people, got such a huge following and fan base. Critics are like really praising his work. He's done so much with folklore in this film, The Northman, focusing on Norse mythology and religion. There's so much to like really enjoy in this, mainly for me as as a, as a visual standpoint. Like I think that some of the some of the frames and cinematography that they got in this is just <laughs> it's just I know I bang on a bit about shots and stuff or or even like I say the cinematography work, but Jaren Blash, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, the cinematographer, geez knees like this needs to win something for this film because even though there are elements of this film that I'm not too fussed about or not fully invested in, the cinematography is definitely one of them. Like it's without doubt, like the set pieces and and, and everything they managed to squeeze or, or get into frame is just quite outstanding. It's pretty, pretty, pretty great. It's just that I would say that the story does in some way just lay it down a little bit, but that's just my point. I would say we're going to go over it as uh, my opinion. We're going to go over this or this episode. I've seen so many people that have raved about it, so many critics as well that have been really, really high praise for the film. Um, it's currently sitting at 7.8, I think, on IMDb, but such as like the, 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 the Empire reviews and such have given it five stars. I can see it from all these stands, but I can understand if you're fully behind Robert Eggers and what, he's, what he goes for, his films and such, then this really is one that I can see a lot of people really enjoying uh, really, really enjoying. Like I say, for me, the, the main thing that I took away from this is just it looked pretty, pretty marvellous, like beautiful at times. Um, I'm going to go over it in this episode, but thank you as always for clicking on the podcast. As I've just stated at the start, the podcast is available on Apple, Spotify and Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. I said podcast too many times there, I've lost all relevance. Uh, jump onto Facebook and search Joe Blogs About Films for the Facebook page. That too would be really, really appreciated. Um, so this film, as I say, it... <laughs> There's, it is brutal at times, isn't it? Like, it's a very, very ambitious film. Like, really ambitious. I, I love, like I spoke about recently with Life and how they did a ton of research before they started the film. Eggers has, again, done the same thing. The world building for this film is just absolutely outstanding. Before we do get to that, though, of course, I need to give you the synopsis, which revolves around the Nordic prince Amleth. Uh, at the turn of the 10th century, Nordic prince turned brutal warrior named Amleth seeks bloody vengeance against the man responsible for the murder of his father and receives supernatural guidance along the way. Skarsgård, good lord, Skarsgård looks hench. He is ripped. If you're feeling insecure about yourself, don't watch this film, because <laughs> boy, oh boy, like, I, it, he does this walk where he's almost, like, bent over, and it's almost like, is that purely because his muscles are that big that it's weighing him down? Because he just looks fearsome, like boy oh boy, Alexander Skarsgård, and, and and his performance is is really excellent. This is the other side of the film that I was a little bit surprised of was that I went in thinking I'm going to be blown away by a lot of performers in this. You know, you've got Ethan Hawke, Nicole Kidman, Anya Taylor Joy, just to name a few, on top of obviously Alexander Skarsgård. But Skarsgård genuinely is the best in this film. Everyone else is fine, and that's about it. They're fine. Skarsgård is something else. And I know it's his film, so he has to be on top form, but he's the only one that genuinely, if I was to say, oh yeah, they blew they blew me away, it would be Skarsgård. Just, just from everything. Like, obviously we're talking, like, so we're dealing with Norse mythology and, 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 and everything like that. So to see this Viking lore film 
unfold and his character go from obviously a young boy to where he ends up it's it's that's engaging that's really engaging it's just that it just takes a bit of time really and and i get that there's there's no exposition in this film as well like it is literally you just sit there and take it all in and i am all for that like don't get me wrong like i i love it when exposition is a bare minimum like there's zero in this from Robert Eggers. It's like poetry at times. It is very, very good to say. It's very, I've seen Shakespeare be thrown around a lot and it's, and it's easy to say that because a lot have said that it is influenced by Hamlet, which when you do the research of it, Hamlet was actually influenced by Scandinavian legend Hamlet. <laughs> there we go. Um, which is featured in Icelandic sagas, which is a large collection of medieval Icelandic literature. So this film is essentially Hamlet, but Vikings. Um, and I, again, all for it. I think that there's so there's so much to kind of to dive in and unpack. As I've stated before, the cinematography is beautiful. I will come to that in a second. But as I stated as well, the world building that Eggers managed in this film is just really great. Like it's commendable. Like the the large majority of the armor or the clothing or anything like that. Again, the costume design or the wardrobe people basically just need a high praise for for just creating and making everyone look so wonderful. They're just everything about it. So the world building is absolutely fantastic. Everything in it are inspired by artifacts found in different Viking graves and carvings. Um, I've just, I was reading up as well that Amleth, Amleth's fateful sword, uh, narrative-wise, actually comes from before the Viking Age. So Eggers says there was more room for a little bit of creative flair with that. Um, but then on the flip side, Skarsgård has gone in and said stuff like that everything was 100% accurate because it's a Robert Eggers film. Like, he had to learn how to row you know, a Viking longbow accurately and properly. Um, and just, again, even with that, how the team then assembled and built a Viking longbow, they weren't just, like, whipping it together with just, like, oh, yeah, any any old bits of wood. It was genuinely the correct wood that they would have had all those years ago or even nails, etc. So this is it. It's, like, the detail and research has gone into it. Um, it's just a, it's so good and this is where like all the positives for me come out of it because as I've stated it looks so slick on screen and it's so believable like it's one of those films where the, the accuracy and detail are so on point kids will be watching this I'm telling you kids at school because I remember learning about Vikings at school at a young age and seeing all these like semi-decent enough videos or VHS's sorry of, of, of Viking stories and such but this is one that you really, I mean, I know it's uh, 15, so kids, young kids won't be able to watch it, but you might be able to watch clips of it and stuff, or, you know, they might be able to show certain sequences or whatever. Um, but it is just absolutely just wonderful. I so said this, this whole world. And a lot of my positives for this film is to do with how it looks. So you're going to have to bear with me on this because it's not that I disliked the story. I think the story's fine. They say revolving around a young boy who watched his father get killed, his mother still stolen from him. It's about obviously getting getting avenging his father's death, saving his mum and killing his uncle for what he's done. Um that the story's fine. It's just that it, it just feels so long. Like I did feel myself kind of towards the end getting a little bit like uncomfortable. Um not of what I was seeing, just because I felt that it just was get it just took a while to to kind of get going. But once it does start going, like there's like so, so many good sequences, so many good shots, that it's hard to like take your eyes off it. Even if you like for me as I say, I wasn't fully invested necessarily in 
the story, but I just really appreciated what was being presented on screen. Um, Close-ups wise, there's so many, like the characters are always in frame. Like one, there could be two people in a room talking, but it will just cut from one close-up to another or, you know, just have them taking up the whole frame. Very rare that you had two people talking and they were both in the frame together, sorry, talking at each other. It was always cut from like Nicole Kidman staying back at the opposite side of the room and you've got Skarsgård looking back at her. Just really, really loved that. One of my favourite shots as well, you'll be familiar with it if you've seen the trailer, it's quite early on, but there's an attack sequence uh, where someone throws a spear and Skarsgård catches it like a beast and throws it back. When, once he charges... It's just it's just one take. They just follow him all the way across as he climbs up the woods, over the over the wall, down to start slaughtering. They they just don't stop the shot. I I was completely that that was honestly probably one of my favourite shots. But then add into all these wonderful images and and scenery and set. I, it is just beautiful to look at. I say volcanoes flight flaring, lightning, thunder, clouds, the sea. Just it it it. You can't fault it on that aspect like I can't follow it like if we're talking about cinematography it's a 10 out of 10 it's just overall just felt a little bit flat for me in places um again I don't know what that is if it's just due to say I wasn't too fussed with the story itself it's a very like I say straightforward narrative just takes a while to get to it um but yeah performance wise for Skarsgård I, I think it's probably one of the best things I've seen him it's kind of I think the last thing I watched Skarsgård in Alex Skarsgård that is is obviously I think Godzilla vs Kong so to see him go from that kind of film to then this where it is just he's just outstanding like it really is outstanding I also one other thing that I really liked in this film as well is the use of colour there's times when the colour would go straight to like a it'd either be black and white or like a bluey greeny kind of essentially black and white. But you'd think you'd not realise until halfway into the scene that it had done it. You'd be sat there and you're like, Oh yeah, they've, they've done it again. It just keeps like another like a witch sequence or, or vision or something like that. It'd just be they just change it up with the colour. I, I really enjoyed I I enjoyed a lot of what was presented on screen. I just wasn't too fussed. Um, about the actual, like I said, the story, but um, I, keep, I put down in my notes about it that it's 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 brutal, and brutal is, I love saying that word, brutal, um, is a word that you would easily sum up with this film very nicely. The violence and gore in it is not overkill. There's, there, there is violence in there and, and, you know, some gory elements, but it's not unnecessary. It just highlights this character's crusade, like a one-man crusade, for vengeance, but also putting in that kind of aspect of the trauma that he's been through as well. Um, obviously, watching his father die in those circumstances, it's it's just mad. It's it's a it's a, like I say, there are some moments in this that are absolutely really breathtaking. It's just other bits that kind of let it down for me. Ma mainly, let's say it's not even other bits. It is purely the story because I could sit and watch this film on a visual sense. Anyways, just so just over and over, it's it's wonderful, really lovely to watch. There is a moment as well uh, where a fight takes place. Uh, in like a in like a volcano, it's, I'm not getting too spoilers, but the setting for it just made, just thinking that Obi Wan was going to pop up at one point, start bragging about having the, having the high ground or something like that. But as I say, some of the some of the actual set locations, set pieces, such as the one I just mentioned there, the, the, it is gripping. It is really really entertaining enough. Like I say, I just my main issue was was mainly the story. Um, but yeah, it looks great on screen. It is beautiful to look at. A very, very solid film. And as I said, Alexander Skarsgård, an absolute tank. Honestly, an absolute tank. Um, yeah, that that's, I'll leave it there, really. Say I want to try and keep it as spoiler-free as possible. But other characters within there, say other performers, such as Anya Taylor-Joy, yeah, she's got a moment. She seems to be popping up in a lot of things. Willem Dafoe, or Willem de Goat, as we should say. 
not in it too long, but again, very memorable as his character. Always is, really, isn't he, Willem Dafoe? Ethan Hawke, again, another one that's popping up, and a fantastic actor as well. Um, just just so many big names in this film, but it's such a shame that that no one necessarily, like, as I say, blew me away as much as Alexander Skarsgård did. But it's his film, let's be honest. He's the lead. He's If if Alexander Skarsgård isn't blowing you away in this kind of film, you know what I mean? It's, it's, they're probably messed up massively. Um, but there's some great articles knocking about about the Northman, about historical accuracies and stuff like that. Um, but I just think Robert Eggers has created such a really great... It's a great visual film. Um, and I look forward to the next thing that he does. I just felt like the story was just a little bit... It's a very, like I say, that in terms of storytelling, it's so straightforward. It's just that... I don't know what it is that it felt so drawn out. But within that, there are some excellent sequences, you know, of, of, of Amleth, that's Alexander Skarsgård's character, you know, plotting his revenge, tormenting, I should say, his uncle, who's played by Clay Spang. Uh, all of that probably, again, is one of my favourite, favourite um, moments within the film, this tormenting sequences when he kind of obviously wanting to build up to, the, to him getting his revenge. So... There's a lot that there are things to enjoy in it. There's just things that, again, at the same time, that I've just thought, just yeah, that's fine. But out of ten, I'm gonna give this a six, six and a half. Um, yeah, six and a half. You know, I've seen some very, very high reviews uh, and markings for it, which I think are completely fair. Um, it's it's difficult, but say uh, for me. I'm purely giving it a six based on its cinematography and its visuals, um, but I, I I did enjoy, I did enjoy. It. I could like I said, I could sit and gush about them as they were really really beautiful to look at. But yeah, it was all right. It was decent enough. It was probably not what I was expecting. Is the best way I can kind of go over that is just say yeah, it's not what I was expecting at all from this film, um, but it was still lovely to look at. There's my thoughts on the Northman. Let me know if you've seen it as well. I say if you completely disagree and think I'm awful, then then again let me know. But yes. Great film, great great performance from Skarsgård's. Uh, great visually pleasing film, sorry, I should say. Um, yeah, really good stuff. Going to be getting up, hopefully, a review of Fantastic Beasts at some point. Um, not exactly looking forward to it, but we'll see. Uh, but there's going to be plenty more on the podcast as well, plenty of revisits, so keep your eyes and ears on the, uh, on the socials for all of that. But as usual, really do appreciate listening to this. And again, until next time, take care.